Who's wrong and who's wronger? In this corner, followed by millions, James the Exploding Unicorn Breakwell. And in that corner, ignored by millions, Steve Dash Rinko Lieber. You kicked the door open and shone a light in my eyes. Welcome. Welcome to Wrong and Wronger, the podcast where that guy over there and I argue about things that don't matter to anybody except maybe Judy P's husband. I'm pretty sure, James, even Judy P is getting sick of us by now. <laughs> yeah, I think we, we burned that bridge a long time ago, but that's okay. She made it through more than one episode, which is one more episode than most people make it through, so good for her. Well, welcome and good for all of you for being here. And let me just give you a little layout of how my day has shaped up. So I am interviewing a, an astronomer from the Harvard-Smithsonian Center for Astrophysics. But first, I got to talk to James Breakwell. And James, I'm going to get the bends when I go up to the IQ level of this astronomer. What, what are we doing here this afternoon? You know what? We are going to have a very important debate that makes whatever astronomy garbage you're talking about seem insignificant by comparison. <laughs> we are going to debate which is better, shopping in stores or shopping online. And this topic was brought to you by one of our interns, James. We allow our interns to talk during some of these production meetings, and once in a while, we spend gold. You know, we should probably stop letting them talk, though, because they keep getting the numbers wrong. They keep, for some reason, coming back in favor of you, which makes no sense whatsoever. Uh, clearly, we need to impose a rule of silence. I think this week it was because my Facebook people were cut out of it. For some reason, I yeah. lost the option to put the Facebook poll, and uh, democracy is being suppressed. If you'll notice the recurring theme for any contest you win, the fewer votes... There are the more the better you do, the more likely you are to win. So, uh, congrats on opposing democracy. Congrats on keeping the voters out of the polls. I don't know why you're like this, but hey, take the wins however you can get them. I just keep on winning. That's all I know. What happened with the Facebook poll uh, option? I have no idea. Facebook doesn't send me updates on what they're doing. I just went to put up the poll, and the option wasn't there. And I scrolled through it for like three minutes, and I was like, well, that's all the more time this podcast is worth to me. So I just posted it without. And that was that. <laughs> you, put, you put in a full three. I'm proud of you, man. That's like one round in boxing. That's I, not bad. It was kind of exhausting. Not going to lie. I will not make that mistake again. <laughs> So, in stores or online, and I'm fairly certain you and I both have extensive experience in both arenas, but before we step into that ring, notice the theme there, James, <laughs> we have to compliment each other. And as you know, this is the one beacon in my week, and it is drab and dreary, and we had a tornado this morning in Nashville, but I survived it. I clung wearily to a post thinking, all I have to do is make it through to Breakwell's compliment, and then all of this misery will go away. Well, I would like to compliment you for surviving God's attempt to kill you. Clearly, this this tornado <laughs> was focused specifically on you. Had you been out in the middle of, you know, a, a field somewhere, it would have been much better for the city of Nashville. But hey, there was some collateral damage. Uh, as for why God hates you, we, you and I both know. I mean, we don't even need to get into that at this point. But let's just say when you get up to the pearly gates someday, uh, St. Peter's going to start playing episodes of Wrong and Wronger, and there is no chance <laughs> you're getting in. It'll be like defending your life with Albert Brooks. They just put the tape in the machine and let it run, and there is no more question about what's about to happen. 
Well, James, God may hate me, but the devil loves you. <laughs> so take some comfort in that. I compliment you on your relationship with the Dark Lord because, James, as I read this week, your house is haunted and it extends into Tuesday today. What is going on with the Breakwell residents? Well, my five-year-old who was sick on uh, Thursday, Friday, and Saturday, <laughs> then was healthy Sunday and Monday, was sick again today. And uh, she tried to not go to school this morning, and she wasn't warm, and everything was fine. Like, she figured out if she says she feels bad, she doesn't have to go to school. And that's a dangerous <gasps> knowledge for a small child to have. So now she always says she doesn't feel well, and we just kind of never believe her. But this time, in the middle of the day, she told the teacher she didn't feel well, and they took her temperature, and it was slightly elevated. Now she's bounced for at least a full day. So uh, props to her for beating the system. Um, yeah, we sh <laughs> she's probably never going to have a full day of school again. I think she's figured out how to artificially raise her temperature. Maybe she wraps some towels around her head or something. I don't know. But uh, I think I'm going to be missing uh, pretty much everything from now on. I think I'm just going to be here running a sick ward in my house. Yeah, yeah. Well, and you are not prone or you are not uh, immune. Yes. From the virus or bacteria either. I have come down with it twice now. It is it is never leaving this house. I don't even fear the coronavirus because we've got whatever this is, and it's just bouncing around from person to person to person. And by the time it works its way through the last break well, it's evolved enough to go back and hit the first break well again. So, uh, so yeah, this is just going just gonna to be our lives now. It'll be the house of perpetual sickness. So uh, I'll go ahead and put the quarantine sign on the door now just to keep everybody else safe. It's got to be lamb's blood. But I do like the <laughs> slogan, the house of perpetual sickness. That's awesome. Yes, it is. It is also highly accurate. But what's even more accurate is the beating I'm about to put down on you. So please flip the Guam <laughs> quarter of fate. And I've got I, it. Yes. Oh, wow. I'm actually surprised. I cannot believe you. Is it really the Guam quarter of fate or is it one of the, uh, it, the many imitators? No, no it, it is. Now, I will say the Guam quarter of fate did take a morph. A while ago, I had to take one of the new ones to replace Ooh. the old one because I don't know what happened to the old one. But we're, we're still flipping the Guam quarter. <sighs> a, a Guam quarter. You cannot, you're going to have to change your lead in from now on. You can no longer say <laughs> the Guam quarter of fate. It has to always be a Guam quarter of fate. You probably oh. spent the other one on gum or something. I'm very disappointed in you. <laughs> gum for a quarter. Ah, oh, 22 skidoo, James. <laughs> you know, like the, right. the vending machines where it just like rolls down the... You know, along the disease oh, track there. Wow. Yeah, those still exist. And I don't know who would ever trust that candy, that unwrapped candy in there touching <laughs> all the other candy. But somebody must because they're still inside every store, which is a place you would go if you get a certain option in today's voting. Oh, well, yeah. and I'm detecting patient zero from last time you were at the mall that you brought something home from that gumball machine. But what shall the two sides represent for you, James? Are you Brady? implying my voice is less than perfect today? Is that is that what you're saying, Steve? What? What? I've... No, I'm <laughs> saying that one of the gumballs had infected one okay. of your children and it morphed into the swine flu because you perfectly normal perfectly healthy have two pigs living in yes. your house and there you go now i we thought have a you haunting, were i thought you were residence. making fun of my raspy voice if i do start hacking up phlegm in the middle of this i will politely disable the video because unlike you i am not a barbarian <laughs> are you still sick yeah i've still got a little bit something bouncing around not enough to actually stop me from doing my duties like this podcast i would have to be on my <laughs> deathbed not to do this podcast because i have to beat you and put the world back in order I see. Yeah, because you were so eager to jump in with both feet. You texted and said, you want to record today? And I said, yeah. And you said, when? And I said, now. And you said, huh? 
And so catching you flat foot has probably been the highlight of my day so far. I need a little bit of time to like build up to tolerating you. I need probably six to ten hours <laughs> notice and a few stiff drinks. All right, what are the two sides representing for you? Heads, I'm shopping in stores. Tails, I'm shopping online. All right, heads is stores, tails is online. It is up, it is down, and it is heads. You, sir, are, uh, are in stores, I think. Well, that is excellent because this is really the way things should be. Okay, online is all the rage now. Amazon shutting down all these small mom-and-pop stores. Everybody thinks it's great. But you know what? Lately, I have discovered you actually need to go into the store for quite a few things. So you can order groceries online now, right? Sounds great. So you get some you know, 16-year-old go and pick out all the wrong stuff for you. You bring it out to your car. <laughs> they go through it one by one. Half the things are wrong, but you don't want to wait for them to run into the store to get the right things. So you just take it home. Whereas if you went inside the store, you could get it for yourself. You can also see other deals as you walk down the aisle. Ooh, this looks good tonight. Ooh, that's a neat idea. I didn't know this product existed. You are exposed to a wider variety of experiences when you are in the store. But the biggest reason you need to go in the store is for clothing. I am trying to upgrade my look because I am a beautiful man and my clothes should reflect that. And when you order online, you don't know what you're going to get. It can say whatever size it wants, whatever number it wants, and that online order but until you actually go in the store and stand in front of that harsh harsh mirror in the dressing room you just don't know and if you order it blindly saying well the numbers match i should fit in this and you go and you get home and then it doesn't <laughs> then you got to go and you got to figure out how to ship it back and return it sometimes you got to pay shipping on the way there and the way back it's a whole it's a whole kerfluffle but if you just go into the store in the first place you can browse the clearance rack you can pick out exactly what you want you can try on 10 different things and walk out with the one that fits now, for somebody like yourself, Steve, who should probably be dressed in just kind of the baggiest clothes possible so we can't even see you, that probably doesn't matter. But for those of us who still have some hope in life, we would like our clothes to fit. And that's why shopping in stores is the only way to go. I wear baggy clothing so as to not intimidate. Oh, I see. <laughs> that is why. <laughs> and James, you just used the word kerfuffle, which continues to forward my theory that you are an old soul. <laughs> you wear a monocle and spats and... Anyway, so I got a couple of one word, uh, maybe two word lists, a whole list of them for you for why we shop online. One, bigger selection. Way more that you can slip, flip, slip, <laughs> that you can flip through on all those different websites that don't sponsor our show. Uh, better <laughs> prices. There's probably coupons all over the place. I had a prescription a while ago. I went and uh, the girl asked if I had insurance. I said, no, I'll just pay for it. And she said, it's 90 bucks. And I said, well, let's not be so hasty. <laughs> and she said, wait, do you have this particular app? And I said, I do not. And she let me use hers and it dropped it down to 30 bucks. So better prices. You got coupons all over the internet. Better selection, free shipping now. That has become a trend. And there, very few things in life better than that. Aside from sliced bread, I prefer sliced pizza, frankly. But uh, also, like on the negative, flat tire, screaming kid, forgotten list, all the reasons you don't want to venture out. A tornado, how's that? If you were out shopping at 1 o'clock this morning in Nashville, you regretted it because your car was in Wichita when you came out of the store. And one last word, James, underpants. That you can shop in your underpants, just sitting in the recliner with a dog on your shoulder and a phone in your hand. James. I can't think of any better life than that. 
I can think of a better life, getting out of the house. If you had four kids and two pigs and a dog, you would want to get outside sometimes too. I don't need another excuse to be stuck in here with them. I can just tell everybody, hey, I need to go try on some clothes. I can't do this on the internet. This has to be done in the store. And then I just take off and I may or may not return. That's why growing up, my mom used to love going out shopping by herself. I never understood it. She didn't need things. She just needed to get away from us. That was the whole world reward. That was the whole point. You know how many mothers and fathers would have a nervous breakdown if they couldn't go to the grocery store for an hour while their spouse <laughs> watched the kids? It is our lifeline, Steve. Why are you trying to take it away? Do we really need another excuse to be shut-ins? And if you ever worked from home, which I guess you you know you, you have an office, but once you start like really doing more work from home, after a while you'll take just about any excuse to get out. And if you work from home and shop from home and you order DoorDash and whatever else, I mean, you can get to the point where you never have to leave your house. You really do become a shut in uh, and it, it isn't pretty I mean I guess you can probably see the effects of that if you you can simulate the effects of that if you look in the mirror I know you're actually out and about but you're you know your, your haggard expression in general just unappealingness that's that's kind of what I envision the average person who stays inside all the time would look like we don't want to be a world of Steve Olivas's we want to be a world of James Breakwell's let us go out into the world let us buy things that fit let us buy things that we can touch with our hands in the store and experience firsthand let us be happy, Steve. Oh, oh, hey, hey, sorry, man. I, was, I caught a quick nap during that. What? Well, I, I don't know whatever you said, James, but I'm going to walk out of this nap thinking if I looked like you, I would want to spend more time indoors because it would spare me the humiliation of... Are you just shaking while I'm talking now? I was getting out the dice. I want to end this as quick as possible. I wasn't going to wait for your cue. I just went and got it. However... I didn't do that to drown you out, which would definitely improve the listening experience for this podcast. It is this level of respect that I have come to expect every week. I didn't want to use expect. It sounds too much like respect. But James, what are the numbers so that people, very few of them, in fact, yet all of them calibrated properly, can take to vote for me? If you would like to vote for James and shopping in store, vote for... I rolled a double zero. Is that a hundred or is that uh No, that is James Breakwell. <laughs> Let's call that a hundred. It's a scale of one to a hundred, so I suppose zero <laughs> shouldn't be an option. So Oh, you may not have that option on Twitter, right? I think I do. I think I can put whatever number I mean I put toast in there. There's no there's no limit on what you can put in those fields. If you want to vote for James Breakwell and staying in stores to shop, vote for one hundred. Right, if you want right, to right. if you want to throw away your vote with Steve and go online shopping, vote for 53. And if you want to also throw your vote away for the non-option, vote for 34. All right. All you folks need to keep in mind is that 53 is infinitely higher than zero. <laughs> An infinite number of times higher to the exponents and that little exclamation part. Point, point. God, I have to interview an astrophysicist, James. I have to get on with my life. Wait, an astronomer. I, I don't know. I'm going to talk about relationships between a Sagittarius and a Gemini. There you go. This can work. But in the meantime, boy, thank you for bearing with me with all of that enthusiasm just for those 30 seconds. Until next week. 
when you two can experience some of the dystopian afterglow of this show, whenever we shut it down, it just feels good when the pain stops. You can tune in again, but until then, this is Steve Olivas, Dr. Steve for James the Exploding Unicorn Breakwell saying thanks for watching, thanks for listening, and remember, two wrongs can make a right.